Grand Risings, everybody. Grand Risings unto you. How are you guys doing on this wonderful, lovely, lovely Wednesday? Feels like a Monday. Just because, you know, we had election day yesterday. I'm pretty sure you, a lot of you guys' kids were out of school. My kids are out of school. Some of them have been under the weather. So, you know, when your week is not normally how it is, you know, on the scheduled time, the days can kind of mix together. So, it's Wednesday, right? But it feels like Monday. Ah. Took some of that wonderful tea. It's so delicious. And I know that we have been journeying through wisdom, okay? We've been seeking wisdom. We've been journeying through wisdom. And I want to just... You know, state what the definition of wisdom is today. Just again, just to kind of keep reminding ourselves to keep this at, you know, the main thing, the main thing. Okay. Because as you start to seek wisdom, as in with any goals that you have, school code goals, fitness goals, there's going to be, it's always distractions that comes up. Okay. So we want to make sure that we just keep reminding, keep putting it again in our, in our mind again and again, what wisdom is. Okay. Wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. It is intelligence, understanding, and insight. The soundness of act of an action or a decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Okay? So we all have experiences, right? We want to be able to make wise decisions, right? That are that are, that are the best for us, the highest good for us, um, according to those. Uh, experiences and we want to do it with knowledge and good judgment okay so like emotional intelligence spiritual intelligence we want to have understanding we want to seek we want to have insight and so today is a very very tough subject for me you guys know I love psychology I'm not a psych major okay but I, I probably should have I probably should go back to school for it because I love it so much but I, I'd like to kind of understand things to deal with things from a wisdom perspective and sometimes you have to upgrade your your wisdom because Something can grow so out of hand where you it's beyond anything because it can become so illogical and it just it's just a, a foreign way that you don't think it could become kind of overwhelming for you to deal with in the wisdom way. OK, sometimes like wisdom in certain areas with certain people and places and things can be drowned out because they have like this blob. You ever seen the movie, the blob like, oh, you can't stop it. It's moving really slowly. But as it's moving, it's just collecting more and more things with or like an avalanche. Right. If I, you know, I have wisdom. Okay, there's some snow coming on this avalanche, right? There's a snowball that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, your wisdom would tell you I have to run, right? By experience, either by personal experience or by knowing about these things through knowledge, right? Through intelligence, through learning about these things, maybe a school or a book you read, what have you, a documentary you watch. You know, you got to get out of there when you see an avalanche, right? That's That's you using your wisdom through personal experience or learned experience, right? To try to Make the highest and best, you know, decision that you need to make at that moment, at that time. But there can be something that's coming towards you that's so big, your wisdom, right? Your your wisdom, it'll kind of knock your wisdom off. So today I want to kind of talk about something, and it's ever evolving. It's like a mutant, if you if you if you uh, you know, if you will. Um, I'm gonna talk about by simulated psychosis. Yeah. I know those words look like they're kind of like contradicting, which is why I'm going to read the definition. But simulated psychosis, um, and it's a, it's a spin off of uh, the song Virtual Insanity. That was by Jamiroquai. Okay? Jamir, I know it's a, a great name, right? Very unique. So you can't forget it. Jamiroquai. 
okay? And it is virtual insanity. It was a cool video. It's very futuristic, especially in the 90s. You know, the stuff, I don't want to, you know, ruin it for you, but go look at it. It's great. Uh, that's Jamiroquai Virtual Insanity. So, and uh, I love the song. It was, do, do, virtual insanity. It's very, it's very good. It was, you know, his inflections, the way he sang it was great. And so, uh, that's where I got the simulated uh, psychosis from. Where I'm kind of, I don't know if you guys have been dealing with this, okay? You know, with the online dating apps, you know, uh, with the, with the, metaverse you know what i mean with the virtual everything with the vr right you know we've got glasses we put on and it's a simulated reality and you you know i'm beating somebody up wah, 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 wah. but like you in that virtual reality you are but in real reality someone that's outside of that virtual reality it's like what are you doing you just look like you have glasses on and you're punching the air or kicking something right so it's all about perception here. And when it comes to wisdom, it's hard to kind of use your wisdom on the outside, looking at the person with virtual reality glasses on and they're interacting with the world that you're not aware of. So that's where we need more insight. Okay. That's where we need more insight. Okay. All right. So this is where we need more insight, right? And a lot of you are like, well, we don't, I don't got to be working. No, you do. Because there's people that's walking that you're, that you're working with. There's people that's in your family. There's people that's in, people like to use this term circle, you know. I get it, but I'm just tired of hearing. There's people that's in your circle. There's people that you may, you know, want to interact with. And you don't know on the outside in reality, right, which is what's really happening. You're saying, hello, how are you? You're introducing yourself to someone or you just may see them in passing. What you don't see, okay, spiritually, they have VR. They have their virtual reality glasses on. Okay, and you don't know what, what, what game they're playing. Do you hear what I'm saying? You don't know what game they're playing. So let's say if you got, I know my, my younger brother and his wife, they have VR glasses. And I've been in there like one time. I don't know what the names of the games are. Maybe we should look those up real quick. Okay, so I can make it more real, you know, for lack of, not no pun intended, make it more realistic for us. Okay, let's look up virtual reality. Uh, it's a headset, right? Headset games. All right, we have it here. Uh, let's do it for adults, okay? Because, you know, we don't know kids, right? Okay, so they have 10 best virtual reality games, okay? Things that you could pay when you put these headsets on. Uh, what is the name of that? It's called uh, MetaQuest, okay? Uh, mixed reality. See that? Wow, okay? Powerful performance, okay? They have MetaQuest 2. They have Oculus, newest... I don't know the name of these things, guys. Okay, these are the type, I guess, gaming system, a car. You can uh, act like you in a car, okay? So, basically, MetaQuest, okay? So if you, you seek it out of a, a sacred, I don't know, plant, okay? That's for lack of a better word. And the person has a virtual reality glass that's on spiritually or mentally. You can't see it, but they can. And the game that they're playing is I'm seeking out this sacred plant. And you, in passing, see them a few times. They look regular, right? In reality, what's really happening here, Okay. But they have this virtual reality, different game that they're playing, okay? And so you finally interact with them, and they come off very rude and nasty to you. And then they kind of snatch your purse from you. And they snatch things out of your purse, and they rip it apart. And then they snatch things out, and then they, then they go into your car, and they'll find maybe, right, 
you might have went to the grocery store in reality and bought a plant and it was in your car. They take the plant and run off. And you're standing there flabbergasted, confused, and shocked, and scared and creeped out at the same time. What just happened here, okay? The person that you was interacting with, again, they had these virtual reality games on, glasses on. They didn't see you as a regular person as you are in reality. They saw you as a part of their game. And in their game, they're seeking to get this sacred plant because it's worth something to them in their game, right? Whoever else plays that game, okay? And so that's why they interacted with you in that way. Were rude, nasty, snatchy, grabby, because they didn't look at you also as a human being. You're a part of the game. Okay? You don't have feelings. Okay? I'm here to take what I need and get what I need. So, in reality, you're flabbergasted. But in their virtual reality, they just won. Because a lot of people are going around, like they say, playing games. And they aim to, they aim to win. And they have, they, they like attract like. Birds of a feather flock together. They will flock together with people that are all playing this virtual reality game that you have no idea about. So that's why it's important for us to know. Because that could, that's, a, that's like a weird way, but it could also be more of a dangerous way. You know, they, they might be playing um, Call of Duty in their in they virtual reality. And they got PTSD in their virtual reality. They think they're a soldier, right? And you you just, they, they looking at you as a... a, a out of whack civilian that needs to be, you know, checked. You have to be careful. Okay, that's why I said, I, you know, I've been on social media since Black Planet, boo. Okay? <laughs> okay? Okay? Back, we'll go, go further back. That wasn't on social media, but we had AOL. Okay? My friend, I ain't gonna say her name. She was the one, the first one that had a little dial up. So I always enjoyed the form of communication, the form of expression. Just enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was there since Black Planet. So, you know, MySpace, I think MySpace was like the most genuine you will ever see a lot of people on social media. You can go back and still see in MySpaces if you go back and look. A lot of they stuff might have been deleted, but go back and look. You'll be like, oh, it a, hum it a you know, some people be real humble. You go look at their mind. So, you know, MySpace, Black Planet, you know, people who's just having fun, like, hey, I'm just here for fun, uh, da, da, da. Then we started getting into the Facebook, okay? It took me a while to get on Facebook because I thought people was ridiculous on it, but my family was like, come on, get on. So I got on there, okay? And then I just I just only been on Instagram about six years, not even that long. Still, it made about six years. I have not had no Instagram for no long time. So I didn't want to get on there either. Okay, contrary to popular belief. So you know, I was on Periscope. I like Periscope, right? I'm naming different ones. You know, as it's expanding now, we have Metaverse and VR glasses, right? So and it's, it says it's mixing the realities. Okay, so there's different different apps got different settings. Right. Different audiences. Right. And so there's different things you put on there to kind of get what you need. So this is basically showing us kind of like it's showing us how people are evolved. We have evolved as a people to where technology is integral to us. This is what this is where it's at. We make money on online. You can study online. You get your books online. You can meet your man or your boo thing, your woman. You know, that's my bae. That's my wifey. You can meet them all online, like, and you'll meet up in reality, right? Sometimes it ain't what you, like, hey, this ain't, this ain't what I thought it was, but that happens. Also, you can make business things online. People sell stuff online, right? Let you know what's going on. You can start liking other people's gifts online. If you see, they do paintings, right? 
people share things online, right? So this is the world that we stay in. So when you're interacting with people, okay, in the regular, I'm going to call real world, a lot of people don't know how to unmix these realities. Okay? And it can be dangerous. And so that's where I get simulated psychosis from because a lot of people through Facebook, through Instagram, through you know, if you was on Periscope, through YouTube, through Twitch, through Bego, through all of these apps, where you're just sharing yourself, you might share funny content or, you know, or maybe a gift you have or a business that you interact with or something you're learning, or you just might be being silly on there, just, you know, kicking it with the bobos. They'll begin to believe that they, like, know you personally. Okay? They'll develop attachments to you. And they're interacting with you again. And remember, according to their game, their game might be to meet a friend. And you don't know that. They never said nothing to you. But in their virtual reality glasses they have, they're interacting with you. I saw what you posted. Did you, did you post that towards me? That's a subliminal post. And it's like, no, you're not even thinking about this person because you've just probably seen them in passing. You know, might look at them. They might be handsome or attractive. Like, oh, okay, you know. What it is, you got a busy life, they got a busy, you're not thinking like that, but they're thinking a different way, okay? Okay, so that's why it's important for us to know because what we're going to be dealing with, and I know you guys are already starting to deal with this, especially like even when we're getting jobs, they want to see what you got online, it's just that serious, right? So people will develop attachments to you, which is fine, that's where they get like followers from or like fans, but a fan and a follower is not a friend. I know that Facebook told you, I got a thousand friends. That's not, that's like, and see what I mean? How we're kind of mixed and it even changed the virtual, the virtual space changed the meaning of friend. They sent me a friend's request. Somebody got to send it to you now, right? Where before you, you know, you see somebody, Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Ha ha ha. You know, we had a good time. You know what, man? I want to hang out with you. Let's go to the park. Let's go rollerblading or something. And y'all build a rapport. So now you have people that's looking like, we're friends. You sent me a friend's request. And they're looking to you to interact with them like that in real life in that way. Simulated psychosis. And psychosis means delusion. Because there comes a place where that virtual meaning of words and how that world works, it doesn't translate really well to the real world. But see, they're mixing the realities together. Okay? So in order for us to have wisdom, we have to evolve with the times. You can't just be sitting back saying that, well, no, nah, because uh, like now me, you know, when it comes, let's say, let's look at romance. When it comes to dating, I haven't dated and been on a dating scene since before I started having kids. Cause I've been, I have two kids that I've been dealing with both of them. You know, the other one would go off and get with a woman and I'll be with them. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what it was. I add them. I said, I'm proud of it. Nah, it's just what it was. It's what it was, what it, what it was. Okay. That's what it was. That's what I've been dealing with. So I really have been on the dating scene since I was like 24. Real talk. I've been out there a little bit with who? I've been having kids, been having kids since 27. And talking to my kids' fathers, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of get like acclimated to used to that. So back when I was on the dating scene, 24, you know, a long time ago, it was like 2009, you know what I'm saying? You know, people were still kind of on MySpace a little bit, kind of just, you know, migrating over to Facebook, you know what I'm saying? So it was more so like where the men would still hit you in your DMs. You know, they would still actually ask for your phone number. It was like those things were like coming line to line. They would ask for your phone. Hey, Shawty, hey, Shawty, what's up? They even cat call you. You know, I would, I would even refer a cat call nowadays. They don't do that as much, do they? They look at it as you have to show them respect. And you need to approach me. 
And to me, from the age of 24 to the age of 39, that's a huge culture shock for me. It's now, and I have, I do have, virt, I have social media. I have been interacting with the world. You know what I'm saying? It's much about, but as far as in this space, I need more insight when it comes to how the romantic thing works. Now, I don't, I don't understand that because now it's like the roles have reversed, and I believe that the virtual space has had a lot to do with that. Where the men believe, no, you have to hit my line, like you have to DM me. You don't know who I am. Don't you see my social media? Don't you see how many followers I have? Now, that's a sense of status to where now people feel like they have to be chased. When before, you know what I'm saying? The men will come to you. So that's romantic, even when it comes to business-wise. You go fill out for a job. You know, they look at your resume. They used to hire you, you know, call a few references. Now they want to see what you got on social media. Well, I see one of your interests on social media is uh, anthropology and we don't really deal with anthropology here at this company. So I'm biased now and I'm against you according to what you have on social media. Even though this is a real life job, you meet the qualifications. So these things are actually merging, guys. It's actually already merged. And, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that I have been left behind in certain uh, certain, certain instances. So where there's new social norms, there's new there's new way things are supposed to. This is like this is how it is, and you wouldn't even know it, okay? All right, and you'll be wondering why people are being rude, interacting with you a certain way because social norms have changed right up underneath our nose. Now some of them is good, some of them is not so good, okay? Now what do I mean by? Okay, girl, we get it. You know we know we know the we know the technology, okay? We get it, like whatever, you know. Okay, we know virtual reality. We know, okay, you got to watch out. What does it have to do with me? Well, when it comes to a simulated psychosis, they also have to deal with people depending on their lenses that they wear in life. You know how to say some people go through life with the rose-colored glasses, okay? Let's look at their virtual, you know, reality glasses as they're pessimistic, whatever their thought process is. That's in which how they perceive you. And how they perceive you they can project things upon you that's not even real based off of what they've seen virtually or what they think that they know, right? And so that's the danger in the where I'm afraid we're not really even getting to know each other anymore. We're kind of just like projecting past hurt and pain on other on certain people, right? And I'm going to say main characters. Because you'll see a person have a lot of people in their life and those be bots. You know, you ever seen a game and it's kind of like... People walking around in the background, you notice the main characters don't go bother them. So you can't say, well, they get along with them, but they those people, they don't really bother them too much. Okay? Depends on what game they play, how they interact with you. Okay? And how they, what, what lens they're looking through in life. So we have to be careful with this because it's starting to seem that instead of us having healthy, you know, social, our social needs being met, our, you know, companion needs being met, you know, as men and women, we're demanding those things from people that we put unrealistic expectations on. And it's not fair. And it's it's okay if, like, you don't get a little crush or something like that. But when you get to the point where you'd have had a whole marriage with this person in your mind, it's like, uh, no. That's not fair to the other person. You understand? That's where I kind of feel that we are now. And um, I know I'm not the only person that has experienced this, okay? And it's, you can't say, well, just shut down your social media. There's not because everything is social media included. You can meet somebody and like their business outside of social media. They'll say, hit me up on my Instagram for more information. Check the bio. And the bio is what? Biography. The bio, biography ain't even about them no more. 
It's about what they want to represent, right? So you have, we have to, we can't run away from it. I didn't try to run away from it as long as I can. I can't do it no more. Because it's getting to the point where they can start affecting your personal life. Because you have someone that has interacted with you according to whatever rose-colored VR glasses, whatever lens they choose to look at life with, and they'll project upon you according to whatever game that is in their mind, right? Whatever, not, not talking about game as far as like, you know, childish, I'm talking about as far as like whatever they're after in life. You understand what their modus operandi is, what their doctrine uh, is for life, what their wisdom point is for life, right? What their way of life is, their lifestyle. They'll, they'll interact with you according to that and it actually not even be who you really are in reality. And I'm starting to notice it's becoming very, very negative. Okay. Like I've had a few people kind of like come off on me. Like you always, and I heard about you and it's the people that I've never been around. Like you, you always late. I've never been invited to anything that you've done and I've never came. So how were you? Because in their mind, okay. In their mind. They might have a prejudice towards you or, you know, uh, a stereotype towards you. And that's how they're going to interact with you. And if, especially if they do what? Go on for social media. And they might see, you know, you might have a little, let's say if you're working out and you have, um, you know, brothers. You got your your basketball shorts on. Where a woman see that and they, oh, he a little thought. Now they interacting with you like you a thought. And they're going around telling people, oh, that's a thought. Go look on Nate's social media. They're going off of one. You understand? It's kind of like getting to that point. And this is how people are getting to know people. through us. We're not getting to know each other at all. It's simulated psychosis. It's through like a lot of assumptions. And it's through our own jealousy and our own emotions. And that's we. it's weird. And it's actually very, very, it's actually very dangerous. It's given dangerous. Okay? Like you all, you know, you can't trust you females. I've never been in no situation where you had to trust me. I don't know you like that. We don't have a rapport. We have not built up a rapport. You've put weird, unrealistic expectations on me because, you know, your doctrine is that you, you want to seek a companion, which everybody want a companion. But is this how you go about it? No. Okay. So this is what I mean about as far as that we have to be aware of this. Or you wanted to do business with someone. Is that how you build up a business rapport with someone? Is this how this go? This is how this works? Just assuming... Right. And then also with social media, it'll show you with these quote unquote friends or followers. Right. It'll show people that might be a part of your family or friends. You know, people you probably talk to in years. They might be on their what list. And it kind of gives people. Well, some people keep it private. Right. They keep it private. But it kind of gives people like. Uh, unearned. They have not earned. To be able to know who your friend or oh, that must be their mama. They look at the pictures of your mama now on social media. And you never spoke to them. Then they go from your mama. They look at the comments. They see, oh, oh, that's they. That's not like they did. Let me look at their dad. Now they looked at your whole family. They probably didn't start trying to DM and talk to them. And now they think that they really know you. Don't know what type of relationships you have with those people or interactions you have with them. Never spoke to you. Going off of whatever you put on social media. Now they attached to you. Now anything you put on there, they think it's about them. That's dangerous, guys. Okay? It really is dangerous. It's not a safe... It's not a safe thing. So, it's the same thing like with um, jobs. You're trying to get you a little job opportunity, right? And um, they say, yeah, oh yeah, you'll be a good lawyer. And they see one of your 
hobbies is skateboarding. And they don't want, you know, that type of image at their company. Do you see how it kind of ties in? Or they'll, they're afraid that you have a skateboard um, social media so that none of our none of our sponsors or any of our clients will take you seriously as a lawyer. So it's kind of like forcing people to be like, this is all of who, you know, as you have like social media presences where they'll just show, this is all of who I am, this is all of what I am. And I completely get that and understand that. But that also changes and it mutates and have people um, interacting with you in that way. Well, they're thinking, well, I thought you told me you was a teacher. I am, but I like to do pottery. And they'll feel, according to their lens, you've lied to me. You're not keeping it real. Because they're getting to know you off of stats and statuses off of posts. And off of, you know, a list of friends that you don't even know like that. You know what I'm saying? Not no more. A lot of times, a lot of you guys are friends with people on, on, from high school. You ain't spoke to them since you was 17. We... A lot of us in our 20s, 30s, 40s, that don't, that's a huge difference between you the same as you was when you were 17 or 19. So also they'll get a, like a late, a older version of you that's been like through the lens of somebody else's weird memory because they're not you. You know what I mean? And they'll think they're piecing together how you are. And you'll see them interacting with you according to that. And it could be a completely untrue uh, picture painted of you. That's what I mean by simulated. It's not real. It's not really in reality. Okay? So we're going to look at... I had to give me some tea, guys, and wash some dishes real quick. We're going to look at uh, what is a simulation. I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you guys go. Because I do have to do some cleaning up. Now, simulated means manufactured an imitation of something other material. Of an emotion pretended or framed. He howled and simulated anguish. Imitating the conditions of something. Especially as a training exercise. A simulated emergency landing. Right? It's like you're pretending to do something. But it's not actually happening. Right? And also some synonyms of this. That means synthetic. Man-made. Fake. False. Mock. Okay, mock. I want to want to get that. I'm gonna say that again. Mock M O C K, and artificial. Okay, it's artificial. The opposite of simulated is real. You cannot get the word reality without real. Okay, simulated also means means pretended, counterfeit, a sham, assumed. Okay, assumed. You know how they say when you uh, assume something, make an ass out of you and me. That's what they walk around doing. And notice simulation also means mock. You'll notice a lot of these people that are walking around in this pretend fake, you know, and psychosis means like delusion. Delusion about you, which means it's not real. It's not a reality about who you are as a person. That's why they speak to you through like mocking tones. Or they assume the stuff on, and it's, it's through the. Uh, remember the VR glasses, the lens in which they're wearing in life. They'll assume the worst about you and don't know. Oh, I know how you. Is. I see how you is. Oh, you a single mother? You got five kids, and they'll go off of assumed stereotype, and then they'll 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 filter that through their VR glasses according to whatever game that they play in and, and living in life, and they'll they'll typecast you in certain characters and interact with you off of that like it's real and it's simulated psychosis the whole time.
I know about it because I've lived this. And I've even had people in my family do this, which is very creepy. Um, people that I used to know, like very, you know what I'm saying? We used to not, not know each other like that, but you know what I'm saying? We used to have tea together. You know what I'm saying? I used to come up my house, eat a little collard green, you know, every now and then. And they think because they see me dancing on social media or having fun that they assume that I'm immature. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they assume things about you and they'll talk to you like you're a child like this. Because in their in their VR glasses of life, being serious is being rude and bitchy. Okay, that's what being a grown-up is. It's being rude. It has nothing to do with having a sense of humor. And their sense of humor is tendentious. It means if somebody has to be the butt of the joke. That's how they think. That's their doctrine, their VR glasses of life. That's how they're interacting with you. And remember, it's simulated. It's a mock. They mock you. It's false. They fake with you. They don't know the real you. And a lot of people don't want to get to know the real you. Where it becomes dangerous is they want the simulated psychosis version of you to be real. This framed, manufactured, man-made, synthetic, fake version of you to be real so bad. They will interact with you in that way and want others who think like them with those same VR glasses on to interact with you like that as well. That could go for friendship, you know, platonic or romantic. And business. So when it starts affecting, you know, maybe business things you can have going on or like maybe romance things you have going on or friendships or family, that's when it becomes a problem. OK, so we just want to make sure we want to have some insight. I wanted to kind of just delve into that a little bit to have some insight about this and how serious it is. I know it seems like it's like a cute concept, not like, oh, OK, girl, you clever. Like, OK, yeah. Uh, that ain't going to happen. No, you need to be aware because we have children that's growing up in this mixed reality. And you notice a lot of them can't separate. You know what I'm saying? You know, they can't. It's like they can't separate. So as the realities begin to mix and mix and mix. It's going to be important for us to have people on our team that really know who we are. And they're not weak minded to listen to other people's made up version of who they think we are. When they have not had the privilege of knowing you. Some people have never sat down and had no coffee with me. I don't drink coffee no more, but you get what I'm saying. Some guys have never taken me out to eat. They have never hit these scans. Okay, I have never blown their phone up or called them. I ain't never texted them. Some people I've never worked with. They've never done business with me. But yet you have these same people in their mind and their virtual reality they have. And they'll go around and tell people because they have these emotions attached to you that they know you in these deep ways that they don't. These are assumed manufactured ways. You do not know me romantically. And to make it further, the mixing of realities, they'll take a little reel from someone who they thought knew you and mix it in with their assumptions. And they're both playing the same game. And that's that's truth to them. And it's like, no. Right. Like say if in their truth, they like you just love eating. Uh, let me see. Pig feet. You just know. And I'm like, no, I don't really. In reality, I, I can't stand pig feet. I'm like, no, they've never asked you. Right. They're assuming this amongst themselves. They're laughing like, oh, my God. Like, and they're sending stuff around you. Poor people. They eat pig feet and you don't feel no type of weight towards because you don't know what the heck they're talking about. Right. Remember, birds of a feather flock together, so they wear the same VR glass. They were playing the same game. You don't know what's going on. This is a lie they have told themselves about you. 
and they enjoy the tendentious humor. Remember, they don't have regular humor. It's tendentious. That means it always you always the butt of the joke. They can't laugh unless it's something that's mocking like this simulated. You understand? Or it has to be fake or, you know, affecting someone in a negative way, right? Right? You understand? It has to be false. It has to be imitating. What's like imitation? That's why they'll start imitating you too. Because it's simulated in their mind. This is like, oh, this is how you are. You like to wear rings all the time. Ta-da! I'm wearing rings, right? But we'll get to that later. So you'll you you'll catch with of it after a while. I'm like, um, hey guys. They're like, uh. Uh, do you guys want to go out to lunch? No, we don't eat at the pig trough. <laughs> and you're like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I was about to go up to Olive Garden. Um, don't you be eating pig feet? Because they, now they get bored with mock. They'll get like bold, bold with mocking you. And in the truth of your reality of who you are, truth is saying, no, I don't like, I've never liked pig feet. Now, you have different reactions and depending on these people with these VR glasses on. Some of them will say, oh, we've been lying. We didn't know that. Been a lot the whole time. Right? Like, and let it go. The ones who have attached themselves to this simulated version of you, they can't let it go. That's where it gets stained. That's why we need to have insight and wisdom as these realities get mixed. They cannot let go this made up version of you. And some of them will go so far because reality is mixing for them. They'll start to create and do things to make what they simulated in their mind about you be the real you. So it kind of gives like these, all of these miniature God complex is running around here. It's not who God or who the most high say you supposed to be in your life. And you doing it. They can see you doing it. They say, no, I was thinking that you was like this. And, and I felt good thinking you was like this, even if though it was negative. And I love telling people you was like this and I'm right. Right. They above God. They above how you've been out your whole life. They just above all of that. And they'll start doing things. See, I told you pig feet is inside of their purse. They love pig feet. It's, it's, it'll go that far. You understand? So that's why we have to kind of know, be aware of simulated psychosis that people are walking around with. Be aware that there's people walking around with invisible virtual reality glasses on and they're mixing realities and they're seeing things, life through a different lens and playing a different game to what you're playing. And they'll, uh, they'll act accordingly towards you. Okay. A lot of times how people treat you has nothing to do with you. Okay. And a lot, especially in today's society, don't have nothing to do. They, you, they be unprovoked. They be, why, dang, why he so mean to her? He don't act like that with me. But it isn't nothing that that person did. Common sense would tell you that, right? Nothing that that person did. That's a person. That's that. That they want to interact with that person in that way. They have made up a simulated version of that person in their mind. That's why you'll see someone to be discriminatory towards you, towards the very same thing they're doing, or whoever they are partnered with is doing. You ever seen that? And then you know, most people get me, oh, you're a hypocrite. No, it's beyond a hypocrite. I, I believe it's simulated psychosis. Because in their simulation, they're better than you. And you're gross. But you can't see that you're doing the same thing whoever you with did the same thing or did worse. I'm trying to... Why that don't bother you? Where's discrimination there? Do you see what I mean? So that's why you need to know that as well. Okay? Because people like that, they vary. They, they know how to... They know who to treat like that. You know, they they'll... Oh, I mean, that's a that's a wonderful person, and everybody would think that, except for the person who they just shown, not not only that that virtual reality, the reality of them. Everybody else got VR glasses on. What do you mean? This is a palace, and you sitting in the hut with the person. They won't let you get out of there. Never try to uh, never try to never try to warn other people. 
or what they call whistleblowing. Never do that. That's actually the worst thing you can do with people like that. Never. When I say never do that, never. You're going to look like a punk. They're going to keep having their little VR buddies and all this little weird simulated psychosis stuff, right? Long as you, with wisdom, the insight, we have insight knowing now, you're not interacting with me according to how I really am. You don't know me. And I can't convince you because psychosis means you're delusional, right? You Or virtually insane. Like you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. You keep trying to act like you know me and you're expecting the result for me to be like, yeah, that's the truth. And it's not because that's never been the truth. You understand? So now that we have insight about that, what is wisdom teaching us, guys? This is us. All of the stuff we've been learning from Proverbs, we have to put it into place now. It's teaching us. That you're going to have to mark them and avoid them. You can't. There's nothing you can do. They're they interacting with you off of a simulation, off of what they want to be true. I really want it to be true that you're a mean person. And you're like, no, nah, I'm not really mean like that. I really want it to be true that you're disloyal. No, nah, I'm actually very loyal. I used to be loyal to a fault, but you know, I learned my lesson off of that. I'm actually very, no, nah, I ain't like that. I really want you to be a whore. No, nah, I don't judge people, but I ain't never been no whore. No. Nah. No. I've been with two guys for the past over 10 years. So, literally. Okay? And then I, I left them alone. You understand? It was 10 years and then I've just been single for now. You get what I mean? So, it's been a long time, basically. It's been a long time. I was having babies in between. Now, you just go back and forth. That's what that situation was. But they really wanted to be like, you just had different guys. And they're not like, no. You just, you just wild with having things. No, I never did that. And when you see that they keep wanting to interact with you that way. Or like, I can't be with you anymore. You know it and went off the deep end. I've never been with you. You can't tell them that, okay? And don't tell people around them that because the people around them, remember, birds of feather flock together. They want to believe that. they And it makes them feel good. Again, you and I don't get it because we're not wearing the same glasses, the lenses of life that they're wearing. But the, it makes sense to them. The simulation is great to them. They love it. You hear me? Okay, now when it can become dangerous is when they have you typecast and it's wrong. You have to just kind of move through and keep yourself safe. It might be moving. It might be switching jobs. It can become that deep. Because if they created a whole life with you in their mind and they're interacting with you off of a negative way like that. Now, some of them unawarely do that. Some of them are very clever and they know what they're doing. And the other people don't. Okay? And if you're aware, you got insight into it. That you're aware that they're aware that they know they're simulating stuff in line. Okay? Don't have nothing to do. You can't. I want to talk. No, we can't talk. No, I don't think so. Have, have, a, have a good life. Have nothing to nothing. Remember, it says don't reprove a fool. You can't tell them, hey, that's wrong. What you saying over there to me about the people is lying. You can't say that. You could put your truth out there. Because if they have, you know, they have every right to tell all these lies. You can say, well, no, that's not how I am. This is how I am. And let whoever God has for you is going to be around it. And you're going to deal with it that way, right? Remember, if it's people that want to believe this simulation and without using their logic, there's nothing you could do about that. Is it hurtful? Yes. Is it odd? Yes. Is it weird? Yes. Is it creepy? Yes. Especially with people that you might have used to know. They knew the real you, but they start believing this simulation of you because of some man-made manufacturing weird, you know, like avatar of you like evil avatar of yourself running around like no nah, i ain't did nothing like that that's not me right it can be very hurtful because one of our mass laws needs is to belong in order to belong people have to see you for who you are you are a part of our tribe because you got big feet like us but if it's a simulated you know psychosis version of you in there and somebody blatantly did that they're aware but the people are not right not all of them some of them are and they're saying you have the smallest feet you don't belong here 
it could be hurtful because you could see I'm very much so alike these people. Like we're very much so alike. It's very weird. Like you can't see because they can't see that you are alike. Their simulation, they're better than you. No, we don't have similar uh, talents. No, I'm way better like this type of thing. And look at this. According, I'm measured according to my followers. And it goes off into that. See, so that's another thing. We'll talk about that too when it comes to how we view wealth. The VR, it goes into wealth. This The simulated psychosis is not just for platonic romantic relationship. Uh, I think, because I'm going to let you guys go. I think for business-wise, that's going to be a whole other podcast, okay? You're going to be doing business today. You're going to have to kind of know people view wealth way differently. You can have a person that's a, a, a billionaire and don't have no social media, no followers, and people don't know them, and they'll and they'll be seeing them on the street, and people through their simulated, you know, psychosis, they'll say, oh, you ain't got nothing. Where's your, uh, your, uh, your social media? And you give them, and you might, you might, you might have made one a long time ago. You ain't got no, you ain't nothing. And they'll actually walk away from somebody that's worth a billion dollars. Somebody that, that's a caring, worthy, wealthy person because of what, how we view wealth now is follower. You understand? Because this is serious, right? It's, it's evolving, guys. You got to evolve with the times. I'm not about that. I mean, I, obviously, I was left back in the romance because I've never seen, even people in my family, where the women chase the men now. I've I, and, and, and here's the thing with the virtual reality thing being different. I'm going to say this and I'm going to let y'all go. It makes, it, they, they begin to think according to the new societal norms, right? They look at you like you're being arrogant. I'm like, no, nah, this is how it was when I was about 24, right? You know? I was about 24, you know what I'm saying? When I met my kid's dad, I was kind of just doing my own thing. You know, I wasn't even talking to nobody then. I was kind of always been a loner, you know? You know, just doing my thing, going to work, you know, on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Just regular stuff. And uh, I remember, you know, he asked me, my, you know what I'm saying? I had, you know, we exchanged numbers, but then he asked me out. And so I was kind of used to that. I'm not used to a woman in your DMs or a woman liking all of your pictures. And yeah, she applying pressure. She's showing she liked me. Uh, a woman asking you out to eat it, then she paying for it because she's showing you she's not a handle a king. You know, a woman, you know, uh, tattooing you. I'm not used to this stuff to me. But to people in reality, they're saying that you're you're arrogant. Don't you know who I am? I have a billion followers. <laughs> and I'm like, well that's great because I don't really I don't see I'm not measuring. You understand? You don't have to live by these norms. You have to be aware of them though, because they have they are evolving, okay? I don't like, oh, you got a lot of followers. I'm like, oh it's like okay, that's great. You know, people like what you're doing, right? They don't really know who you are though. They're not following because they really know who you are. And then they'll, that, that'll piss them off as well. What do you mean? I'm a great person. Don't you see how successful I am? I make pens. These are the best. Look at this. I have a billion followers off of these pens I make. What do you do? You're like, well, you know, I'm, I, you know, raise my kids and stuff. That's nothing. So now people thinking, I don't have to show manners to you according to what they believe wealth and stuff is. Or of significance, importance. And so they'll actually start to attack one of your Maslow basic needs as a human being. They're attacking you on a human level. It has nothing to do with man and woman, even though that'd be like the facade of it, you know, like romantic or platonic. That'd be the facade. They're attacking you on a human level due to simulated psychosis that you don't deserve to belong because you don't have any followers anyway. <laughs> now, if we would have took that same odd thought process about 15 years ago, would that have made any sense? Those people on MySpace like, check my followers out, man. Was anybody? It was mostly, you know, people that you knew. Now it was like all the strangers, all the strangers was making us not really like, 
appreciate the people that really know us. We want, now we're living for image. My image says I make the best pens in the world. And I make, make, I make good pens. You know, I got a talent for making pens. I make good money off of it too. But this is, this is who I am. I'm a pen maker. Somebody else come along and want to really get to know the real you. You're offended. Don't be asking me about what type of food I like to eat. Right? So the way that I was used to dating and the way it is now, it's completely different. Like I'm completely offensive to these guys. <laughs> and I, I, don't, I didn't, I kept saying, and I need the insight. See, that's why we have to humble ourselves, ask the most high. What are they getting offended by? And I started seeing, I'm not judging some of how some of the women, even some of them, my family and old family friends, they really started like loot. They, they completely left their own personalities and started being whatever these said guys wanted them to be. Even if that wasn't really them, just so they can get that attention from them. And I didn't date like that. The last time I dated, the person approached you because they liked who you were. Like they liked like how you look. And y'all had chemistry. And y'all would ask each other questions. What's your favorite color? How are you doing? Y'all probably, you know what I'm saying? And it would build up like that. It was a rapport. It wasn't like, oh, you like women with big butts? Let me go get a BBL. Oh, oh, you like her? You know, we, we wasn't comparing. Oh, you like that person like that? Let me go get some dreadlocks. And then like they viciously do it. And like, unfortunately, guys nowadays, they prize that. I'm like, I'm completely, I was completely culture shocked. They, pri- a lot of them prize that. They view that as showing effort. You're willing to lay down that who you really are in reality and be this simulated psychosis of who I think a perfect woman is, or who I like this woman to be. Are you willing to be like her and better? Even though you don't know me. I've had people kind of, kind of trying to copy. It's like, I don't, you don't know me. What are you doing? Because they think that's what a guy would want or what a certain company would want. But here's the odd thing. Those people don't know the real person. So it, it's a simulated. It's fake in, in essence, right? So guys view this simulated reality, a lot of them, psychosis, as effort. Like say if the woman had a, a down south accent. And the guy said, my, 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 my dream girl has an English accent. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Like they, they accent way off. And the guy would like... Yeah, she putting forth effort. But you want her to deny that she genuinely talks with a southern accent. Right? Or like a guy say, I love a woman that got big breasts. A woman might have, you know, B cups. You know what I'm saying? You know, that that's what God wanted you to have. You could change them if you want to, but <gasps> breast implants, see? And they're like, yeah, boy, you see that boy? And here's the thing. Even though the women are putting forth this drastic effort, like to throw themselves away and be whatever, like a, a simulated reality for these guys. The men are not really rewarding them very heavily, according to that. It's more like a what? A game. So when I was on the dating scene, we was genuinely ha- I had some fun, y'all. I was having fun. I really dated like that, but you know, I would go out to, you know, get a little pizza, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't all about like, oh, your gear and what you're going to get. It wasn't like, it wasn't about that. So it was, I had fun. We was lean with it, right? You know, we was doing, we was doing all of that. You know what I'm saying? I was having a good time. And now, after having babies, I'm kind of like emerging. Like, oh, okay. I, I ain't been with the kids' fathers. God bless them. You know, as soon as I, I pop the babies, I'll say, okay, see you later. Right? It just didn't work out. God bless those men. They had them some wives. And good luck to the wives, okay? I wish them all the best, okay? All right. So, now you have me, a single mother, just raising my kids. I'm really engrossed in this. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, how, how can I not be? Like, I got a lot of children. You know? Not dating. And so, then I started to think I want to date. And I'm looking out on the dating scene. And I'm like, I'm, not, I'm getting kind of like, uh, they acting kind of weird, like kind of like, like malicious. You know, the men are malicious. I said, what is going on? And it's because 
they used to, if they like something, I like blue eyes, a woman go go to the DR and get those uh, surgery and get her eyes blue. If they like a woman with straight hair, they're going to go get that lace front. They're going to straighten that hair out for the perm in it. Now, is it okay to make yourself more attractive to whatever business you want, right? Or to adapt, you know, to what you, you know, what your man would like? But again, the simulated psychosis has us doing this with stuff without titles and without investments. There's no reciprocation. Do you see what I mean? They're not reciprocating them. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's given this surrogate wife, surrogate husband society as far as romantic, but there's no titles on it. And you have to do more and more and more. And it and it creates this vicious competition with the other females or males, whatever you like, or if you like both, no, no, no judgment. You know what I'm saying? It creates this type of it's not fun, is what I'm saying. It's not like whoever is that suits, it's whoever willing to do, you know, I'm gonna give you twenty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I'm going over here to her because she is showing me she's serious. It's like what? So that and it's like that with the business too, you know. So we have to get with the time. I'm not going to be doing that, though. So God bless. You know what I'm saying? I still am traditional in that sense. But, you know, I understand adapting. You know what I'm saying? To a certain degree. I just, My adaption sometimes can be just to be aware and to have insight. That's how people, again, what? Operate. They're operating off of these simulated psychosis, and it's everywhere. It's in the dating scene. It's in new friendships or old ones. It could be in business. You know what I mean? It could be in the business type of world that you have. It could be in school. A lot of people were like, it's in school. Yeah, it could be in you trying to seek an education. Okay? So it can be, it's kind of everywhere. Okay? So we want to be aware. You want to be aware of it in business. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like they sucking the fun out of like those areas. Like, what's wrong with you? It's supposed to be, they supposed to be fun. And they tried to make it like a winner or loser thing. Like, I didn't want to be with you. I wanted to be with them. It's like, okay. Like, back in the day, people used to be like, okay, okay, all right, man. Uh, have a good life. Now, again, with the virtual aspect on it, they want to be able to follow you and see what you're doing on social media. And they want to let you know because they chose somebody that was best for them. Because they did whatever. They they gave them $20,000. They wanted them to get a fake leg. They went out and got them a prosthetic leg. Do you see what I mean? It's making it really, really viciously like unbeing yourself, unbecoming. Okay? So I just wanted to make sure that we're aware of that. Let's just have some insight. Again, do not correct any of these people. They're not going to see it. Some And even if some of them they do, they're not going to tell you that they do. They would never do that. What? Like, they, like, what do you mean? No. This is because this is how you are. And they'll get really nasty, too. I've had women tell me that I wanted some men's husbands. And that's why people was asking because I want their husbands. And it's like, I, I've never interacted with anybody. I don't even go anywhere. How is that possible? I don't talk to anybody. What is... And they'll tell you in a really convincing way. Because you know what you did. And it's like, no, I didn't do any of that. Again, simulated. It's fake framed emotions towards you. It's manipulation. Okay, so let's just be aware of that. It's heightened and it's mixing. It's merging and it's ever evolving. It's mutating. It's like the blob. Okay, beware. Okay, so we need to know that. Plus, you got kids. You got to be able to let them know, hey, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's all it is. That's that's all it is. All right. So I'm about to go ahead and do some cleaning up. Okay, I got to do a little ironing today, but I wanted to make sure I got that out. You know, again, and this is wisdom how we're talking. We're not. I'm exposing. I ain't trying to expose nobody again. Remember, if they think like that, that ain't that ain't no smart move. Never do that. Never. I don't care what nobody say. Never. It's not smart. It's not a smart move. Okay. Now it's not a smart move. Okay. So never. We ain't doing that. You know, let them think. And again, you can't change their assimilation of you. They want to think you're a whore. Let them think that. It's like, okay. They want to think that you, you know, which is very creepy. You was with them and you never was. So let them, I mean, unfortunately, you can, what you going to do? We were never together. And they've been, they've been so invested in this lie. And they have gotten their needs met off of this lie. Remember, Maslow needs, they feel the sin of belonging for lying on you. I belong. I told them the truth about you. I had a friend like that. Like she's telling people the truth about me. And you don't even really, you know somebody, but you don't really know somebody fully. If you're my friend, you don't know how I am in a relationship. I never was in a relationship with you as far as like romantically. That's weird. You might have known certain things that might have went, you know, down. But you don't know if I'm a sweet uh, girlfriend or if I am uh, have a loving wife inside of me or I'm very, you know, uh, comforting. You don't know that as my friend. And we're like friendship. You know what I mean? You don't know that really. So... You know, you'll have them kind of vouching in those ways. And they get they getting their needs met. They might have got them a little a little date, a little man, a little sex. You know what I'm saying? They're not a lot of these people they've been lonely. They feel like people listening to them now. I'm finally being heard, even though I'm lying about you. They're listening to me. Me. Cause I know it. Like, you understand? You're not ever gonna be that's you basically trying to pull somebody out of their world. You're never gonna crack their simulation. They 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 get too much out of it. And you being a bad guy in a world or you being the problem in their world, even though it's completely fake, it's really, really necessary for them. And they really need those virtual reality glasses because this is real life to them. They're like, what do you mean? I don't have no virtual reality glasses on and you can see them, but they can't. And some of them know it. And they, you know, some people are sadistic. So they enjoy being able to say, see, look at what I did. I made them think something completely fake and artificial about you. And they're acting towards you. You understand? So it's different variations of how deep this can go. But we, in order for us to know how deep it can go, we got to first be aware. You can be walking around like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just like, oh, you know, people are still. No, nah, people are growing more devious and more delusional by the moment. And it's because the realities is mixed. And a lot of people don't sit around and sit there think, right? Because they're followers, right? And then they have like what they call leaders in society, right? Those leaders know that. So they might use their followers against you. You got to be careful. So y'all, y'all, oh, they got a lot of followers. Yeah, they use them followers against you. Okay? Because whatever they say about you, them followers going to be like, yeah, that's the truth. You understand? So sometimes having somebody that got all that attention ain't no good thing. Because if they don't like you, they can use it against you. <laughs> Do you hear what I just said? And them people that's in that simulation with them, they're not going to believe you. They're going to believe them. That's what they've been, that's their they leader. That's, they, that's what they've been following. Okay, like online. You know what I'm saying? In the real life. You understand what I'm saying? So it's important for us to know about this, okay? Be safe, guys. Let's be aware of this. This is interesting. I, I want to talk about it next time as far as when it comes to business. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to prosperity, how we look at things. We have to be aware of it. You don't have to live by it, but you have to be aware, okay? All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Have a happy hump day and peace.